0: The galaxy is burning, brother fights brother, and treason splits the Imperium of Man. This is the Age of Darkness. Welcome to the Remembrancers Retreat, coming to you from within the depths of the Vengeful Spirit. Good morning. I mean, hello, and welcome to the Remembrancers Retreat, a Warhammer 30k Horus Heresy podcast. My name is Jesse. I'm here tonight with Michael. Hey, and longtime member of the show. Great to
1: have him back. It's been forever, Austin. Hey. Well, you know, considering the topics, I couldn't not, right? Yeah, yeah. It- <laughs> <laughs> Some of my favorite things are up tonight, boys. It's a, it's a fun time.
0: Yeah, that is true. That is true. Uh, tonight, by uh, by request, that I managed to see on our uh, Discord, someone asked for when when were you doing Thousand Suns? I was like, well, since you asked, we'll, we'll go ahead and do it because why not? So tonight's going to be our Thousand Suns 2.0 review, which you yes, know he's
1: a generous God.
0: Ah, perfect, perfect timing, perfect timing. <laughs> and um, so, fellas, what what has everyone been up to?
2: Thanking patrons.
0: Thanking patrons. That's right. I'm going to follow this, uh, this, this sheet tonight, as always has been brought to you by our wonderful patrons. And as always, for each episode, we'd like to thank our Legion Flexomancer level tier patrons, Alex South, Andrew N. Chaplain Chris Kymick, Chris Mack, Daniel, Edwin Ullman, real snice, Rena, the floof and variance hammer. If you'd like to become a patron, enjoy our program. After this episode, it's like, oh, you know, I'll, I'll just give them support. Go over to patreon.com forward slash rr30k podcast. Sign up, become a member of different levels, and uh, support the show. We appreciate it. All right. Now, what have we been up to? <laughs> uh,
2: there have been a few things. Um, I've been uh, converting up some Inquisition characters and enemies. Mm-hmm. Uh, Looking at a fan-made supplement for Kill Team called Acolyte that looks pretty neat. So gonna get some yeah. minis together and then give that uh, solo slash cooperative mode a shot. See what I think.
0: Yeah, I remember you, uh, you, you uh, showed that PDF a couple weeks ago. <laughs> that looked pretty neat actually. Yeah. I like the idea of a cooperative Kill Team. Yeah, looked neat. Is it like cooperative? Like a like a. Uh, Jay, uh, game master versus couple folks or is it a couple folks with a preset
2: uh mission so it has a rudimentary like ai system for the enemies which is how you can okay. play it solo gotcha um, and then to play cooperative you just have multiple people on the acolyte side
0: mm-hmm. and i guess the gm would always could just be you know the second player to <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> or you, third player one could, versus whoever
2: you could of course play it with a gm but Uh, one of those cases where that's actually easier
0: yeah (laughs) for sure Um, let's see also uh, you uh, helped run an AT event yeah if I remember right I wasn't able to make it but it uh, sounded like y'all had a good time
2: Trial of Valanus 3 it ended up being pretty small Uh, only Mm -hmm. a few people came out but it was a ton of fun Uh, everyone got some great games in uh And yeah, went, went very smoothly. Um, I got to enjoy rapid firing bellicosa cannons, uh, with reckless maverick, uh, letting me activate twice and just shoot my heat all the way up to red. (laughs) Well, that sounds like a good time. Yeah. Didn't hit with a single one of them, but whatever. It's fine. It's fine. I fired them. That's the way it goes. (laughs)
1: Um, uh, austin Austin, anything
0: else austin uh
1: yeah honestly haven't been up to a ton of 30k uh i did get around because my librarian from 1.0 has not has not made the transition well into 2.0 uh he has done more perils than successful casts by a rate of about two to one Ooh, I feel that. Uh, um, all right. And since he uh, normally hands out, hangs out with uh, Terminators, we does not love it. We does not love it. Uh, <laughs> so I created a new Wolf Priest uh, based on the Praetor from the box. Uh, pretty minor conversion. Uh, I have some brass etch runes, so I put some of those on. Uh, head from the Space Wolf upgrade box from Forge World gave him Power Mall, which is sort of which is topped with like the Space wolf uh, Crozius Arcanum, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and a little little back banner uh, just now waiting for that one last day of primable weather in Virginia. Yeah. <laughs> I have finally been doing some hobby of my own after the, the rush of Nova and some commission work. Um, but none of it 30K related. Did some Forbidden Psalm, which is uh, the last war, which is some grimdark World War One. Okay. Which I accidentally made Blood Pact for. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, my theme was, so in, in World War One, the French still had their like bright red like pantaloons. Yeah. And there's a, a famous quote from a French general at the time when he was saying like, no, we are not going to go to camouflage uniforms. That's for cowards. Uh, and he said, Red Pants are France. That's like the direct translation. Uh, so my, my little like, five-man kill team, I decided, well, they're, they're just going to be decked out all in red. Because if Red Pants are France, like more red is better. And uh, then I needed to Grimdark them up a little bit. And I was like, well, they can have skulls on their belts of like previous martyrs. I was like, oh, <laughs> they're blood-packed. They're <laughs> just blood-packed. All right. Well, <laughs> fine, I guess. Accidental um, blood pack. Yeah. That's, that's where I'm at. Patiently, or I guess not so patiently, awaiting the tiny glory that is New Epic.
0: Yeah, we're going to just call it New Epic because it's easier to say. Legionis Imperialis, doesn't roll off the tongue quite as well. It, it will eventually, once we get the hang of it. It will. Um, uh, before we get into that, I also have uh, been, uh, finally got my hands on the new Plastic Mark III. Um, gosh, y'all, this is actually pretty nice. Not gonna lie, I'm very impressed with the new Mark III. I was a little uh, trepidatious first, but once I got him in my hands, I'm setting up a twenty-man squad of the Spoilers in uh, Dark nice. Angel's Deathwing livery. And uh, gotta say, it's pretty sweet. And um, how do you how do you like those one-piece backpacks? <laughs> I love the one-piece backpacks. That's so much easier than it used to be. It, uh,
2: God. So much better. Ah,
0: those two-piece backpacks before. I'm not a huge fan, and you had to cut them and you had to shave them just right, or else they were just not going to uh, yeah. fit right. Pain in the butt. But uh, they've been excellent. I'll probably get my hands on another 20-man squad and uh, make myself a nice uh, uh, consolidated Deathwing allied attachment. I think would be kind of fun to have run around with a Deathwing champion or so. Yeah. Um. Let's see other than that i've also just been constantly just making a few new characters here and there with uh kit bashing because i'll say it i've said it before i'll say it again the uh the age of sigmar uh, shoot what are they called i just had it in my head
2: not vigilators
0: nope the um
2: boy oh. <laughs> the, the greatsword guys the guys with the greatswords yeah we don't play Age of Sigmar; it's fine. We don't know the kit. <laughs> yeah, we don't. know.
0: Vanquishers, yeah, Vanquishers. that sounds right. We'll not
1: along like you are right, and hopefully, uh, none of our <laughs> listeners play Age of Sigmar to correct
2: us.
0: Those, those Vanquisher sword arms are the gift that keeps on oh. giving for a Dark Angels player. Just get yourself a box;
2: they're so good, and
0: you will you get yourself a box, and you will not
1: be uh, disappointed. I will. It say takes the, all those new Sigmarines, right? Mm-hmm. Like just the conversion ability for thirty k, especially just so good.
0: Yeah, the arms are slightly smaller, but they've got van braces on already. So if you got Mark III, it's not very noticeable. And they've got such great arm poses for swords, like it's everything you can ask for. And it's been a blast to convert up in Kitbash. Also, I've it just dawned on me earlier. Um, we were talking, you know, there's been talking here about the Mark, the new Mark III, and do you like the pickle bomb? Do you like not like the pickle bomb on the helmet? I realize. They sure as hell had to put that on there, to begin with, because can you imagine trying to glue one of those on?
2: <laughs> mm, yeah,
0: just mold it on with it, and just clip it off if you don't want it. That's actually mm-hmm. the smart move. <laughs> so for me, I've I've got a mix of on and off. I got some uh, on with some of like my uh, heavier sword guys, but most of them have them off, and they look awesome. The say which I, like, I know a lot of people still like the old Mark III helmet which I can appreciate. But honestly, now with this, uh, new kit, these helmets that they, there's something about, they got a lot more detail that I really appreciate. I, yeah. I know some like just a flat, but now it looks a little outdated already to me. I don't know why I, I still love my armor 3 but
1: firmly depends on the Legion you're running. Them. Potentially. I think, I think iron, iron warriors, dark angels, the ones that have always had the more like baroque look to them. Mm-hmm. I think the new helmets are spot on. Mm hmm.
2: Okay, and I'm going to get flogged for this, but yeah. I'd love to see an upgrade kit that's uh, uh, upgrade of the old Mark III helmets. Just
1: you're a madman.
2: <laughs> just for for those who want them, here's yeah.
1: do the I thought the new helmets like the old helmets don't look bad on the new. No, no. what would you upgrade?
2: Uh, you'd make them available to buy. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Sure. No,
1: I've. I've got like eighty of them sitting in a box at home.
2: So do I, but I also know people who are newer to the game who don't.
1: <laughs> and that is why the bit box runneth over for new nerds. That's fair. It's true. But yeah, I've got. You heard it here first. Fresh, fresh Mark III helmets from Austin and Mike.
2: Uh, <laughs> from Austin, <laughs> anyways. Like, hey, from Austin, anyways. <laughs> you have to Go, go to Fredericksburg. That ah, noise. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh but yeah, I've, I've been very Basically happy. Chaos
2: wastes. <laughs>
0: I was very, very impressed with the new kit and uh, yeah, we're excited to see. It. I'm curious what new Mark they'll put in next. I know we talked about this before. I could see them doing Mark IV just to get it out of the way, but they have to do some cool stuff with it because at this point,
1: Mark IV feels boring. <laughs> That's I can, honestly what, what I want, what I want uh-huh. more than anything mm-hmm. is a Mark V kit that has enough bit like straight, like I want, you know, if, if we're talking like the, the 20 man box, which seems to be their standard, I'd want like 10 Mark four, like enough pieces that if you wanted, you could just build 10 Mark four, right? Check that box. The other 10, I would want Mark five and like a, a kind of a mix of the, I guess, traditional Mark five look like the mm. one you could build from the old, uh, Marine plastic kit. Um, But also some more esoteric, like things that look more obviously like, well, shit, we just got this old Mark II bit and we're going to slap some stuff on it and go with it. Good enough. (laughs) Uh, And I would also like there to be maybe like two complete armor sets worth of Mark VII. So you can, Mm. like in a, I know they've gone away from like mixing and matching individual bits. Like it's a lot of Marine builds, this particular pose of Marine. But if you made it a more mixable kit like yeah you could build 10 mark 4 and 7 mark 5 and 2 or 3 mark 7s or you could just shove all of those together along with some extra mark 3 you got lying around or you know depending on how modular you want to make it throw a couple yeah. of mark 3 sets in there too right because maybe they don't combine well with the new mark 3 kit and just say fuck here you go or even an upgrade kit I mean, right? so here that would let you well, make ten Mark V, but was partially interchangeable with the Mark III and Mark VI kits, right? Well, see, Austin, what like the Mark
0: III and Mark VI are completely interchangeable right now. You could just make a Mark V using the same, you know, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know, uh, uh, CAD, three D CAD they have going on, and you could just make it easy interchangeable. Once they get the,
1: well, yeah, like I, a, I
0: could see the make Mark Seven. And have it intertwined with Mark Six and Mark Three.
1: Yeah, like just I, do I the old, whole kit, all Mark the seven. Uh, firstborn, and then you can have a Mark, Mark Five. Seven, but man,
0: mm. get, here's what you do: mm. all the armor grades are up. You get a Mark Five or a Heresy Armor Mark Kit with a Mark Three, a Mark Five, a sprue of Mark Six, and a sprue of Mark Seven, and go to town. Done. yeah <laughs> and just mix and match that. <laughs> be so good. Which you'll be there once you know. Eventually, once they all come out yeah for
1: 3.0
0: <laughs> just in time for third edition all right all right let's get our legionis uh, imperialis giggles out of the way because they finally are have announced the release <sighs>
2: so soon happy
0: birthday to me <laughs> yeah yeah coming on pre-order this saturday mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. uh for folks listening in the future will be november 18th um two week uh two to week release, pre-order. pre-order yep
2: yeah, so pre-order. uh
0: december 2nd, so yeah I december think? gosh December 2nd. Yep. Yep. I'll be my early birthday present. Same.
2: Just in (laughs) time for everyone to work on it over the holidays and come back Mm -hmm. in the new year with shiny tiny armies.
1: That's the plan.
2: (laughs) I've uh, got my plan in place. I've been looking looking over the leaks and assuming they're accurate. I know what I'm doing for my first 2,000 points.
1: Hmm. Well, first step ahead of me. I know what I'm going to do for my mini hammer project, but my actual LI army is uh, still up in the air, except that it's going to be solar oxies because, of course, tiny Lehman Russes make me so happy. Everything tiny makes me happy at this point. <clears throat> it's true. Don't take that out of context, Internet. Um, nope, all right, take uh, it wildly out of context. Already done. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's too late. It's too late. It's already on Twitter, formerly known as X. I mean, the other way around. All right. Well, yeah, we'll see you on this tiny side and we'll be having running some events oh, once yeah. the, that is out I'm sure have some folks here in uh, Richmond who
1: are quite keen on starting up some tiny mass work and uh, not this episode because we have a, a, other other exciting yeah. things to talk about for sure. next episode or two also do a little yeah. um, TED talk on painting tiny minis. Mm-hmm. It's not like painting 28s, but it's not hard, boys and girls yeah. it's not it's- hard. It's fun and you feel good and you manage to get it right on the table real quick. And then
0: finally, we'll get a, the rule book in our hands and then we can actually talk about this goddamn game mm-hmm. instead of. Uh,
2: <laughs> Six months making, later. <laughs> <laughs> we can finally yeah. talk about the damn thing.
0: All oh. right. But tonight, tonight, burp, burp, we'll be right back. No, we're just going to go into it right now. The Thousand Suns. Uh, once again, asked for by a fellow on our Discord. Sorry, I don't have your name right now because I would have to dig through a lot of history. And Jesse, don't have that time anymore. But thank you very much. We are going to get start with the Thousand Sons Legion Astartes. These are the fifteenth legion. Y'all might have heard of a little thing called the Burning of Prospero. Well, this is the uh, these are the folks who got
1: burned on Prospero. Prospero deserved it. You don't become a demon prince by doing any nothing wrong. Uh, and with that, I'll, I'll try to rein it in. I'll try to rein it in. <laughs>
0: Uh, For uh, new listeners, Austin is our resident Space Wolf player, and uh, yeah, we'll leave it at that. (laughs) If you want to learn more about Thousand Suns, know that they are kind of—they've got some—they got some cool stuff. They are psychers. They're—they're oops, all psychers.
2: Wizards in space. Space
1: (laughs) um, wizards. uh,
2: Yep.
0: Legion. They got a mutation. Suddenly, folks could shoot. Uh, missiles out of their brains they might have had some issues with uh, mutations going rampant and yeah, they, starting to kill them all they, and I think had Magnus two levels. had two yeah.
1: levels of mutation right because they yeah. started out and, and like know thy foe Jesse that's why okay. I know all okay. of this stuff um, well, glad to have you here Austin right <laughs> I'm, I'm channeling my inner Jason uh, today so they start out a little late to the game right they're the 15th legion they show up after the unification wars are essentially done um, as far as like the major actions. So they show up. It's kind of a weird process. Warp storms have blown up on Terra again. Everything kind of stops as far as that initial outward expansion. Uh, the emperor does a bunch of weird psychic shit at this time. Uh Creates the Silent Sisterhood, the Black Sentinels, which are the guys that guard uh, the astrotelepathica facilities, and then creates the Thousand Sons, which have a weird selection process. The Emperor picks many of the aspirants. The majority even is probably safe. To uh, they show up. He creates a thousand of them. Very pretentious. It's not that pretentious. It's the starting size of every legion. Calm down. Um, <laughs> but then they go on. And the second they take their oath to the emperor, uh, the warp storms around Terra break again, and, and it all all goes on. They spend about five or ten years uh, just kind of being a bog standard kind of tiny legion trying to do the thing like most legions do. Uh, and then all of a sudden, as Jesse said, missiles out of their brains, just like Turns out everyone's an alpha level psyker. And suddenly everybody else around them goes, oh, that's why your selection process made no fucking sense. You're all space (laughs) wizards." So they go along like that for another five or ten years. And then, oopsies. uh, Turns out that when you create an entire legion of Gen Hant super soldiers to be space wizards, it doesn't go as well as one can hope. And they start mutating. Uh, it's this thing called the flesh change. It it's them, ladies and gentlemen. Spoiler alert: it's them. They start turning into chaos spawn. We don't have that word yet because it's like decade three of the great crusade. And, and Mike's given me a
2: weird look now. That's not quite what they are. Like close is enough. It, is
1: it, but, not?
2: Um, is it I, not? Um, actually, no, it's not. <laughs>
1: They don't have any minds. They have a lot of weird appendages and all they want to do is murder people. They have
2: a lot more fire going on than your average spawn though. I mean, that's and they do tend like, to kind of just immolate in place more than the blessing like, of Zinch run around and kill things. They do often just kind of
1: self-destruct. Yeah. Um, which is true. Uh, so that <laughs> happens and it all starts going to shit. Um,
2: frankly, they, they'd be scarier they, if they turned into spawn.
1: Well, there is that, uh, It just all starts not working. And forgive me, Jason's not here. I don't remember exactly how long Uh, it continues to not work as just like they're still active at the crusade, but they can't really grow their numbers because they're taking casualties and everybody's turning into goddamn spawn. It's all going to shit. And then they find and That's delightful. Quote, unquote, Uh, (laughs) Magnus does a deal with, and I quote, a large warp entity. Uh, to save his sons, that is where he rumor, rumor has it he loses an eye to fix them. Uh, there's only about a thousand of them left. That probably is a cult uh, curio. And it all goes back to being fine. They spend another century or two uh, creating the librarius, stealing all sorts of magic shit. They then make a terrible mistake. Uh, when Nikea comes down and the emperor is like, you guys don't actually know everything. You're not as smart as you think you are. Calm the fuck down. They do not. They don't calm the fuck down, Mike. Give me that face again. Oh, they definitely don't Zero calm the fuck calm down, down. But
2: that's also not what the emperor said. <laughs> if the, the emperor had been that chill said, about it, it might have come. Direct, to-
1: direct quote, <laughs> calm the fuck down. Um, bans the librarians. Uh, tells them to stop doing all of their crazy psychic shit, uh, along with all the other legions who are practicing crazy psychic shit. Everybody all else of them, listens
2: to them. I feel like 100. Uh, do they? Do they? I, sometimes I feel like it's only the Imperialists that did. So Everyone else I, has psychers out the ass.
1: <laughs> I you know, the the Ultramarines definitely do 100. 100%. Okay, fair. Uh, Death Guard, Iron Warriors. Did they, they have any? Really to be got into with? it? Yeah, they didn't really get into it. Yeah. Um the white scars and the space wolves I would argue didn't.
2: Are, <laughs> they didn't they didn't
1: they're not they doing didn't do the same damn, thing they but didn't. that's another no this is a whole other argument and if we get into it now I'm going to derail the whole goddamn podcast <laughs> the, so the dark angels tried to but we were just got too goddamn pragmatic about this shit right right <laughs> look weird shit happens you've got dispensations to use ai what's a couple of mind bullets between friends
0: <laughs> well apparently the head of a chaplain but that's about it <laughs> That
1: fucking guy. <laughs> um, Rip Anyway, <laughs> um, and then spoiler alerts uh, to anyone who hasn't read Prospero Burns and A Thousand Sons, and I will say, if you haven't, and Jesse might get mad at me, stop listening to the podcast now, get A Thousand Sons and Prospero Burns, read them both, mm-hmm. they're on the New York Times bestseller list, they're amazing, um, also- um- it- and they, if you, you listen to the audiobook, they have some cool intro music. That's also very true. Ones. They have also their unique true. intro music. And funnily <laughs> enough, and this is a bit of a digression, but I find that A Thousand Suns is better read. And that, that's the one from hmm. the Thousand Suns point of view. Whereas Prospero Burns is much better as an audio book. Nice. Which is interesting because, okay. you know, the wolves are much more saga oriented. Yes, and Yes, all yes that. they can't read. Um, and I mean, like they're, they're good either way. I'm not telling you like, don't get the audiobook or don't read Prospero Burns, but that's just a weird, a weird thing. Um, but anyway, I would say
0: it, it definitely is one of those, um,
1: uh, high tier Horace heresy, hundred uh, books for sure. And the great thing about both of them, I feel is that since there's not like they happen early on in the, like when the books were released, but nothing ever comes of them for a good long while. Um, like there's no callbacks to thousand suns or space will like 40 more books in. So you can kind of like, it's a good entry point into the heresy. You can stop and re-listen, like reread, relisten, uh, without like losing your flow too much, just all around 10, 10. Um, but spoiler alert, Horus betrays the emperor. Shocking. I know, uh, Magnus sees about, sees what's going to happen ahead of time and decides instead of sending an email or a ship, or doing literally anything, oh. he, and I'm I'm going to try and be polite, I saw Mike raising a finger, he decides that the only way he can do it is to sacrifice a thousand, question mark, quite a number of psychers from Prospero, the Thousand Suns Homeworld, to superpower his astral projection to go and warn the Emperor which breaks through all the seals seals of the emperor's palace, unleashes a shit ton of demons by accident, and the emperor goes, you did fucking what? <laughs> and uh, they get censured. I'm not going to go into that, because that's a whole other rant that we could go on. I mean, that's Nikea, um, right? No, no, no. That's after Nikea. That's okay. after the psychic fuckery. After oh, they were okay. told not to. Which is- Okay. I Magnus was got, the Cali- at-
2: yes. not got uh, uh, sanctioned at Nikea. Yeah. Not Magnus was
1: sanctioned at Nikea the thousand sons were sanctioned kind of tangentially and that like no more psychers in the legion, the whole Mm. legion is psychers, right? Mm
2: -hmm. Um,
1: But so Magnus does the thing ostensibly to show how great psychic powers are because look at me, I warned everybody Uh, that that's part of his reasoning, Mike in, in a thousand sons, he says, this will show the emperor and it's the only way I can do it. So we're doing
2: it. To be fair, (laughs) his other options were uh, okay. Let's, uh, dream really hard at him and see if that gets the point across. Because you know, sending messages and dreams is so effective all the time. Truly, that
1: is the standard method of of uh, transmitting information so well. But look, <laughs> there, there were other so options. Great. There were other options. You could have sent a ship through the you warp. Could have, like a bunch, a bunch of stuff could have happened, right? Magnus a bunch was of like, stuff no, you could fuck have that. We ball. He chose. He chose this way which by his own admission was very psychic heavy to get the job mm-hmm. done rightly or wrongly in the moment turns out wrongly because he broached <laughs> the spheres of your palace. Right. Um, so he is sanctioned and again, not getting a deep dive into it. Yeah. Um, but the wolves and the custodies and the sisters of silence, uh, and some other people show up to Prospero, um, and I'm trying. I'm trying to be unbiased here, Mike. I really
2: am. Oh, from here on out, it's a shit Grove. show. Completely, <laughs> yeah.
1: it's, it's show up the Um, and essentially, like, say, everybody, put down your guns and come quietly. We have to take you to Terra. You did a boo boo. Um, <laughs> whether the Thousand Sons were fully aware of that is a bit nebulous. Admittedly, see, I'm trying, Mike. <laughs> um however magnus did decide to throw a bit of a hissy fit and do fuck all instead of literally talking to anybody anywhere
2: (laughs) at which point space Points made the decisions and that's always a bad thing
1: yeah at, at which point uh People that were taken as nine year olds to be super soldiers decided to go be super soldiers, the like call. the 11 year olds they currently were. Um, it all goes very pear shaped for most of the people involved. The thousand sons get the shit kicked out of them. Eventually, they, you know, Magnus saves them all, sucks them into the warp, uh, all thousand survivors. And that's really the fun of it. They just keep getting reduced to a thousand fucking Marines. That's the gimmick. Um, and shenanigans occur, uh, Russ breaks Magnus into a million pieces, quite literally as it turns out. Mm -hmm. Um, and again, that I should have led with that. That's some spoilers. Um, and, and it goes on until lo and behold, Magnus is, uh, on the outside looking in at the siege of Terra, quite literally with all the bad guys doing all the bad things Mm -hmm. as a demon prince with an army of demons summoning psychers. So, See, as, I was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was I,
0: good. Mostly. As, a side,
1: as a sidebar, um,
0: Magnus's uh, warp uh, collect call definitely hits a little bit different after reading The End and the Death or uh, the Siege of Terra bit. <sighs> yep. Right. Definitely hits a bit different.
1: But this is supposed to be our Thousand Suns cast. Jason's not here yeah. to rein me in. Yep, yep, I'm yep, a, yep. I'm a knot. I'm a knot. Uh, and they do do cool stuff. Okay, yeah, not, not to wrong. spoil anything. How, how, how do you
2: feel about ended, ending the death part two spoilers at this point?
1: Absolutely not a thing that can happen. Okay. I haven't read it yet. Okay, yeah, Mike. okay, okay, okay. All right, All right. Then I'm yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. I made assumptions.
2: Yeah. I? am glad no, I didn't say I, anything. I have yeah.
1: not because my book showed has arrived a week before the release, and I didn't realize what the pre release window was. Went to go uh, pick it up. They gave it to me and then took it back. Oh, so um. GW, if you're listening, your boy at the Fredericksburg GW <laughs> oh. follows the rules. Very, like, I, I gotta, I gotta say, like, it's hard to take a book back from a nerd, yep. right? Because he was like, here's the book. And they're like, wait a minute, that came out already. True blue company thing, man. Right? He, he towed the line. Company man. company man. Um, But also, please don't send UPS saying my package has arrived <laughs> if I can't get it yet. <laughs> Um, yeah, and then I just haven't been back, haven't been back to read it. Um, so yeah, all, all the love in the world tally. It just broke my heart a little bit. Um, so yeah, please, please know, please no to spoilers. <laughs> okay.
2: Well, in that case, if we're going to avoid spoilers, do we want to jump into the actual rules? Let's, let's do it.
0: Let's do yeah. it. Yeah. That might have a, whetted folks appetite if they want to read more? Plenty there.
1: See, and I, I will Suns. say Thousand Suns kind of like the Space Wolves, only the less good version of it, obviously um, <laughs> just, there is, there is like of the, tr- of all the legions, I feel like Thousand Suns and Space Wolves have the most interesting journey for Thousand Suns, more their Legion than their primarch, and for Space Wolves, more their primarch than their Legion. But they're, they all kind of weave an interesting path, right? Everybody else except for the Dark Angels who are what the fuck are the Dark Angels doing, Jesse? Who knows? Hey, hey. Um, they're c- real busy c- trying to cover up some other mistakes, other things going on. Um, but it's I don't not know all the just fuck like... what you're talking about. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing bad happened from M008 Millennium 31 to M14. M-31. Yeah, just ask the Oh, wait. You can't. Ah, you're welcome. <laughs> Thank you. Um, But like, they're they're one of those legions that like, they don't all, it's not just straight up, yeah, you're just loyal and that's the way it is, or yeah, you did a bad thing on purpose to do bad thing. Thousand Sons did bad stuff. It was hubris. We can all admit it.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. It was definitely but hubris. But that's a
1: different... But that's a different thing than, like, the Luna Wolves or the yeah. Death Guard or, like, the Ultramarines' little indiscretion. <clears throat> um, so they're a very interesting legion because you can have these kind of, well, were they as bad as they think? Yes, listeners, no. as a space <laughs> player, yes. But I see their point. So, yeah, let's let's dive into it. All right. All
2: right. Mind if I get us started? No, go on, ahead. Uh, the Cult Arcana. Um, this is the Legion rule for the Thousand Suns. Uh, it very much parallels the Dark Angels uh, hexagrammaton rules in that what you're going to do is you are going to assign every infantry or cavalry unit that doesn't have the artillery or automated artillery subtype and give them a particular uh, arcana. Um, where this varies from the uh, Dark Angel rule is that in order to use it, you have to make a psychic check. They're all psychers, mm. so in order to actually use the Legion rule, you gotta you gotta do the psycher thing.
0: Yep, and that affects all infantry and cavalry unit types. Yep, they gain a minor Arcana, which is like a uh, semi-reduced typical uh, psychic power. Yeah, baby's
1: first psychic
2: power. Yeah, it's the one the, the one they get from their prospering arcana that's basically their yeah. hexagramton.
1: Yeah, it
0: effectively like it, it while it gives them the Psyker subtype, it doesn't give them the disciplines it should be noticed. Like you don't automatically gain yeah. biomancy or anything of that. It's kind of like a uh minor arcana. Oh man, it, man you it, know, how'd it go?
2: You, um, you get the downsides of being a psyker, you don't really get the upsides. Yeah.
0: I mean to get uh, a
1: little upset
2: mm.
0: <laughs> however however if you are an independent character and for 15 points you can be upgraded if you're not a psyker already to become a psyker and also gain uh, full-blown uh, psychic disciplines ah.
2: yes i missed that
1: and that yeah. is awesome
2: yes Just that is
1: handy that is actually really cool.
2: yes. we love that that's frankly what you're playing thousand suns for <laughs> yeah
1: psychic champions <laughs> yeah space Force wizards. weapons for days Space wizards, mind bullets, and you don't have to be a nerd about it. You can just go murder people. Mm -hmm. You can just be a Praetor. (laughs) Spend 15 points. Here you go, boss. Let's go murder people.
0: But since we uh, talked a little bit about it, we might as well uh, say what these uh, Prosperian Arcanas are. These are the Minor Arcanas. Uh, All models with a character and psychic unit subtypes get to select one Minor Arcana from the following options before the beginning of the battle during army selection and if a unit contains more than one with the character unit subtype, then all the models still must choose the same upgrade from the special rule. So the first one we have is the Raptora Arcana. When a unit that includes a Psyker with this power is selected to make a move or run during the controlling player's movement phase that ends within 12 inches of an enemy, the controlling player may make a psychic check for the Psyker with this power before any models in this unit are moved. If their check is successful, then all the models in the unit with the Psyker uh, gain a six up invulnerable save, or if they already have an invulnerable save, it is increased by one step up, like a six to a five. Um, if the psychic check is failed, then the psychic suffers perils of the warp. Now, as a heads up, this only affects this buff only affects other uh, models with the Thousand Suns Legionist Astardi's rule. Uh, so, allies uh, do not gain that if you have them running with other. Uh, character, or other uh, legions. But the Thousand Sons
1: have no friends, so it's fine.
2: <laughs> Next up so, is the Pyre. Uh, when a charge is declared for a unit that includes a Psyker with this power, the controlling player may make a psychic check for the Psyker with this power before any dice are rolled to determine if the charge is successful. If the check is passed, then all models in the charging unit with the Psyker subtype and Legiones Astartes Thousand Sons special rule, gain the Hammer of Wrath 2 special rule. With all hits inflicted by this Hammer of Wrath special rule, counting as flame attacks. If the check is failed, then the Psyker suffers Perils of the Warp. Can
0: I just say how fucking good that is? Yeah, Hammer of Wrath 2 is pretty good. Is there anything, I'm trying to remember off the top of my head, is there anything that's like, necessarily weak against flame attacks? Does anything out there suffer extra damage from flame attacks? Uh, I know of like resistances. Yeah
1: swarms oh if those exist yeah swarms uh take extra damage i believe i might be mixing additions or indeed thinking of warhammer fantasy yeah. but um it's at least a good bet not that i think there are any swarms apart from demons right now yeah i'll double check yeah i think there is a swarm um, there's unit type but yeah but straight up like think about it you have a unit of 20 marines take 40 hammer of wrath at strength four mm. you're not mad about it Hey, you got
2: some no. Terminators? Take some hammer of Wrath. I'm not mad about it until I fail that psychic check. And kill yourself.
1: Yeah. Have some hammer of wrath. Um <laughs> <laughs> there's always that. Put it on put it on a chaplain. Yes. Give your give your chaplain a well uh, Well, hang on. And I'm sorry, does it just replace the hammer of wrath, or does it increase the hammer of wrath? They gain they the hammer of wrath two special rules. So it doesn't mm-hmm. say anything about stacking, so I would imagine that so you, we'll just uh, replace. So not as good on like bikes or something. Yeah. Um, but I like, honestly just for a bog standard tack squad or even a squad of terminators, you know, because like the termies, spoiler squad, you got a big squad of termies. They their attack output can still be kind of low to reeve through a, like a twenty man tack block in a turn, right? Like they can be. Throw another 20 Hammer of Wrath in there, and suddenly, yeah, I will auto-wipe the squad.
2: Yeah, it's it's just so unreliable, though.
1: And it's so unreliable. Make
2: a psychic check. Yeah, and fail it, because I you leave- have a 50% <laughs> chance of doing that. No, you don't. Do you not? A leadership 8. Okay. Yeah, you got
1: this. Hey, as someone who lives their life on Leadership 5 and 6, it'll be fine.
2: Hey,
0: and you suffer perils of the warp, but guess what? You can just drop that on one of your other... Uh, goons the psyker itself doesn't have to take those
2: you still don't you pass get the benefits
1: though no i but don't know you, I...
0: but if but if you could consistently hit with 40 strength uh <laughs> for
1: hammer wrath yeah attacks. making it automatic i i can
0: see i can goons. see
2: i you i get gotta, that. You gotta
0: figure out what you want to put on
2: but no other legions legion rules kill them <laughs> everyone else just there
1: no other legion killed themselves quite so well either.
2: Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I mean,
1: no, I, I understand that there's there are some definitely
0: obvious downsides that other legions, like say the Dark Angels, don't really
2: suffer from choosing are. one thing or not. yeah. That,
1: that's upside. a good point. Is a good upside, like
2: yeah, it, it's a good upside. But I'll I, take the Dark Angels always just hitting on a two up in melee.
1: <laughs> that's
2: not. Ones. Necessarily, what we get? No, but it's but it's, it's, it's a up good. Up but, see, here's the hands. thing. <laughs> get, here's though. the
0: like, thing. Like they have some decent stuff. However, some of the, like a lot of these are much. I would I would consider taking these over some of the powers that I get. Like the dreadwing, oh, okay. wow. we get we get a buff against you know a couple of special type of weapons. Yeah. A nine minus one toughness. I I wish a dreadwing had something more sinister. I wish we had more war here. Anyways, uh, sorry. Yeah. This is Thousand so, Suns.
2: Sorry, I got us off
0: track. <laughs> You're good. You're um, good. You're good. But uh, yeah. no, that is a that is a you know fair thing to say. You you can potentially really off yourself with this, mm-hmm. but you're playing Thousand Suns, and I, you're, and you're, I you're rolling say, that you're rolling those dice with Zinch every
1: day. Yeah, I will say you just are doing this right, not all the time, but if you play a full you know four or five turns with Thousand Suns, and you have seven infantry and cavalry units. And your leadership eight and nine, you are gonna blow yourself up a little bit, just a little bit, but it'll happen.
2: Yeah. Anyways, next up is Pavoni. When a unit that includes a psyker with this power is selected to make a r- move or run move, to, yeah, make a move or run move during the controlling <laughs> player's movement phase, the controlling player may make a psychic check for the psyker with this power before any models in the unit are moved check is successful, then all models in the moving unit with the Psyker subtype and the Legion of Astartes Thousand Suns special rule, add a bonus of plus three to the distance they move and may ignore any penalties to their movement for moving through difficult terrain during the movement phase only. Um, this is failed. much
1: better than it looks.
2: It takes perils. Yeah, this is actually one of the ones I like.
1: Like mm-hmm. it, with With only four turns a game a lot of times now, with objectives mm. running all over the goddamn map and you gotta go chase them down, an extra three inches of movement, I'll kill a man for that. I mean, maybe not a Terminator, but I'd kill a Tack Marine for that.
2: The reason I like it is because it's not something you want all the time. It's going to be it, right. it's a niche right. ability that when it comes up is going to be fantastic to have. Yeah. But you're not going to have any reason to run it every turn and kill your squad.
1: Yes. You, you are definitely going to have the opportunity to win games with this power. And you won't have to blow yourself up to do it every turn. Yeah, I mean, I'd argue
0: mark. the same with the Pyre. You're not going to mm. want to charge with them every turn either. I'm going to want to charge with them every turn. I may not <laughs> be able to, <laughs> <Okay>. but. <laughs> but, um,
1: no, th- this. One, I don't, I don't know. I a... like going fast, so I'm always going to move an extra three inches if I can.
0: Like, the sick part of me kind of wants to go back now that Siege of Cathonia is out with the uh, core rules and kind of retrace a lot of these legions and see. And how the how they run with the core rules in Siege of Chthonia now versus the original uh, six missions?
1: Yeah, because presumably cause, they were made kind of with the Chthonia missions in mind. Like, if you I look would at, think so. At how long GW has, um, they could easily have been depending on the order special rules were created. The fact the fact that
0: we're now looking at four turn games, maybe five, like that. There's some serious strategic I was about to say strategery. Jesus Christ. There's some strategic uh, decisions you've got to make now and a lot Look, of ways, if you, especially with if like just
1: Terminators. Good gosh. If well, you just leaned in with that eye. Southern accent, "Strategic" would have been fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Channeling my George W. Bush.
0: All right. All right. Corviday. Corviday. When a unit that includes a Psyker with this power makes a shooting attack, the controlling player can make a psychic a check. Uh, in check. of <laughs> the Psyker with his power before any rolls to hit are made. If successful, then the first wound scored on the target unit uh, is allocated by the Psyker's controlling player. But once this model has been removed as casualty, any further wounds are allocated as per normal. Normal. Jeez. If the psychic check is failed, then the Psyker suffers perils of the warp. So, you throw throw this guy in with your Laz Cannon squadron. Of
2: course. (laughs) Or your heavy missile squadron. It's it's there for the Laz Cannon squad because the Laz Cannon squad isn't oppressive enough.
1: (laughs) No, no, no. no, no, no. The move, the move here <laughs> yeah. is to just take it with that bitch standard tactical squad. No. Right? You have it I with a tactical have... squad and then you dump all your fucking wounds on that goddamn Vexilla.
2: It's the first wound. <laughs> just the first wound.
1: Just the first wound? Just I the first it, wound. Until the model. No. Until if the, the, model... the check is
0: successful, then the first wound scored on the target unit
1: is allocated by the Psycher's controlling player. But here's the thing. Yeah. It's wound scored. So once you've allocated a wound to a model, you have to keep allocating until it dies.
2: That's not how I read that. But, uh,
1: but then it. further how wounds, you- further wounds are allocated as per the normal rules. Yeah. yeah. Which so unless it's it. a character, it will have to keep suffering that it until it's dead. Yeah, think about it. You take you take saves with that sergeant. You make that first save in two up armor. You keep having to take that two up armor save until he fucking dies. It's the rule. <laughs> No, because a sergeant's character, he'll suffer the uh, unsaved wound and pass it on to a, another bog standard guy. Well, not if your sergeant's only one wound, then he just fucking dies. Oh, that, that, is, that is the case. Yeah, yeah that's, that's what I mean. Like, yeah, Sorry. This, this won't kill you out a multi-wound character model or a multi-wound anybody, I don't think. Um, but if you're aiming to get rid of that Vex or that bastard with the augury scanner, I think that you allocate to a model and then you have to keep making that save.
2: Rules is written. I'm pretty sure it's you yeah, allocate all the wounds and then you save.
1: Please continue while I yeah. <laughs> while I check yeah. this out. But here's my thing. Because you're, um, you're right. That is the difference between this being. Mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't say great because, again, you can always perils and fuck yourself. But being worth it and just like a general thing. To being very niche, you shove it on a Laz Cannon squad or somebody where that first wound is never going to be saved. So I'm going to dive in and find out. But you guys keep going. Keep yeah. going. So as a as, uh, Master
0: Signal Corvide, <laughs> get that plus one to hit. <sighs> <laughs> Put him in your 10 man Laz Cannon <sighs> uh, squadron because you'd know fucking no absolute regulation at all whatsoever. And then, um, yeah. Enjoy. Right. Athenian. When a unit that includes a psyker with this power makes a shooting attack, the controlling player may make a psychic check for the psyker with this power before any rolls to hit are made or reactions declared. If successful, the enemy unit targeted by a shooting attack must reduce the leadership characteristic of all models in the unit by one for any pinning or morale check caused by a shooting attack. If the psychic check has failed, then the psyker suffers perilous of the war. Um, I would say that the, uh, the mortals quiver in fear.
2: I would say I'm never going to make that leadership check to try and get this to come off. <laughs> Mortals don't need to quiver in fear; they're going to be dead.
0: Yeah, fair enough.
1: Rude,
2: <laughs> particularly since I'm just you know taking <laughs> so, oops all psychers as my characters and flinging so many uh, pyromancy pie plates across the battlefield. They'll just so. I'm
1: looking. One thing I uh, noticed looking at this. Here, here we go. Uh huh. Pa- pausing us now. As this is from their example, because it is vaguely on, like, I I could see you could argue it a little bit in how allocate wounds is, because it says, hey, um, first, the player whose unit is the target of the attack selects any one model in the unit that is within line of sight, blah, blah, blah. Um, And then if you already lost a wound, but it's not being removed to a casualty, it must be allocated to such a model, blah, blah, blah. However, in their example, they say, hey, Thousand Sun shooting an Imperial Fist. Uh, they score seven wounds on the fist unit, all from bolters, forming a single wound pool. The Imperial fist player chooses the first to allocate the first wound to Model A, which is in range and line of sight. Mm-hmm. The first wound is saved, and the Imperial fist player must continue to resolve wounds from the wound pool against that model. And then the model dies on the third wound. And it's just a tactical marine. Okay. So I think, with this psychic power, you just pick a guy, and if he's not like an independent character or something where you could fuss around with it. He just stands there and takes it until he falls over. Huh. Which yeah,
0: yeah. Okay. Fuck
1: you, guy with augury scanner. Can <laughs> I get an Amen? Amen. <laughs> um
0: one thing I noticed here is that none of these require you to forego your shooting attack. No to pull these off you can still make your shooting attack with whatever weapon you have as mm-hmm. far as i can tell yeah for sure and still pull this minor icon up which is nice you don't it's have to uh, in yeah
2: yes they can they can shoot and use their legion rule <laughs> just like everyone else it's so i have to snap fire.
1: i have to snap fire when i use my legion rule uh-huh
2: that's because you're running <laughs> and charging <laughs> and shooting. excuse me if we're uh, look let's not bicker
1: and argue about what i may or may not be allowed to do
0: (laughs) all right so yeah those are the uh the prospering arcanas um yeah this is definitely uh something if you like high risk high reward go
1: for it zinch will smile upon thee maybe half of the time i mean he'll smile but that doesn't really, it's not a good indicator of what's happening in no. the field.
0: No, of course not. All right, I'm going to go skip over the Warlord traits and rights real quick just to give a brief overview of the Armory of the Thousand Suns because that's technically part of their
2: Astartes okay. rule. Go ahead. Uh, nope, I see the list and the order we're doing things in. Never mind. Mm.
0: No worries. All right, um, so the Armory, yep, this is Thousand Suns. Uh, they have effectively three... Uh, I guess, classes of special weapons. They have the Aetherfire Cannon, the Asphyx Shells, and the IkeA Pattern Force Weapons. So for Aetherfire, uh, any model with the Thousand Sun Special Rule may exchange a Plasma Pistol for an Aetherfire Pistol, a Plasma Gun or Plasma Blaster for an Aetherfire Aether Fire Blaster, a Plasma Cannon for an Aetherfire Cannon, or a Gravis plasma cannon for an Aether fire magna cannon for no additional points cost. You don't pay for these; these are just swapped out. Uh, it should be noted that the Aether fire uh, weapons count as plasma and force weapons for rules that affect such weapons. So you've had four here. You got the Aether fire pistol, which swaps out for your plasma, it is a 10 inch range, strength six, AP four. It has pistol one, rending six up, and Achaean force. So you're going to see a can Force on uh, this and the Achaia Force weapons on all of these. Um, a can Force is that the controlling player of any unit that includes one or more models with the Psyker unit subtype and a weapon or ability with this special rule may choose to activate uh, the special rule before making any attacks with that weapon or resolving the ability. To activate the special rule, you make a single Psychic check using leadership characteristic of any model in that unit that does not have the independent character special rule. And if the check is successful, then the strength value of all attacks made with weapons or abilities with the special rule is increased by two, in addition to any modifiers the attack or weapon may already possess. This benefit is applied only in the phase in which the attacks are made and ends immediately after that phase is resolved. If the check is failed, then no benefit is gained, but the models in that unit may attack as normal. Do they suffer perils?
1: No, not that I see here. You just don't get that plus two. Um, looking at this. So I think that's just a solid win as far as equipment goes. Uh, it, it bleeds off a couple of inches of range, and I think that carries through, right, Jesse? They're all yeah. a couple of inches shorter range. than their like rifle, plasma cannon. That, yeah, that looks correct.
2: They're also trading breaching four up, I believe, is what plasma has. for rending yeah, six bre- up. Yes,
0: so it's yeah. higher strength, but it also brings you
1: typically over to strength eight, which is the threshold for a lot of, uh, Yeah, sure. You're instant deathing a lot of stuff. Or more importantly in, in this day and age, uh, hurting dreadnoughts on better than a four, only rending six admittedly. Um, yeah. but not bad. I wouldn't swap out every plasma weapon I have for this, mm-hmm. but I certainly would. And I don't half, see more than I-
0: half. And I don't see any uh, issue with being able to uh, turn these on as a reaction as well, as part of a reaction. Yeah. Nah, those aren't affected. So, yeah, you have the pistol, which is strength t- uh, range 10 inches, strength 6 AP4. You have the Aetherfire Blaster, which, uh, let's see, re- you know, replaces plasma guns or plasma blasters. 18-inch range, assault 2, rending 6 up again, also a K in force assault though that's an interesting assault two isn't bad mm-hmm. yeah. that's not bad at all yeah um you have the aether fire cannon which is replaces the plasma cannon is 24 inch range which i think drastically i think that's a full cannon, 12
1: shorter Plasma yeah cannon's
0: 36 much yeah, much so. shorter still strength six and still ap4 and still only running six up yeah and heavy one i'm not sh- i'm not feeling
1: heavy good about one this last Heavy one blast. Three. It's heavy. It's, it's small blast, three inches. So, so the same size. Yeah, I I think I think this is one of those where like at the pistol level,
2: mm-hmm. some,
1: you've got some, some some yes, some no. It kind of depends on the the day you're having.
2: I can maybe see an I, argument for it. But yeah, yeah, I can
1: see an argument for it. Certainly not all the time. You're coming up the, against uh,
0: diminishing returns here.
1: Yeah, I think the blaster though is a solid upgrade. Yeah, um, especially on some units that you know you kind of want in an assault, mm-hmm. but you can give plasma weapons too, right? Um, because anybody can take these.
2: Uh, yeah, can, anyone you, who like, can take these? the plasma weapon.
1: Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. right. So, that's, so support squad. Yeah, there's some options there for free. Um, but yeah, that plasma cannon replacement. I don't know about that one. Yeah, that's... I think I'd stick to the regular plasma cannon. Losing losing 12 inches of range is, is really what does it for me. Like, even it, even just saying, hey, same range, stat swap, it would be kind of a 50-50 for me. For sure. Um, but oof. 24-inch 24, 24 range. You only got four turns to kill things, boys and girls. And then the final one,
0: which replaces the Gravis plasma cannon, which is your dreadnought one, is 36-inch range. Uh, Still strength 6, AP 4. This one's heavy 1, but also this one's a large blast, 5 up. But still rending 6, can force.
2: I I can maybe see an argument for the small arms. But also, Mm. I I guess what I'm feeling is I'm never going to wish I'd taken one of these instead of a plasma gun. There might be cases where I wish I'd taken a plasma gun instead of these.
0: Yeah. It should also be noticed that this is rending six up and not just breach. Sure. So you do
1: have the extra damage against uh, vehicles. So you do yeah. have more vehicle that's, punching, that's which is helps. But if, if you're fighting dr- a lot of dreadnoughts or if you're, if you know the other guy is going to have a decent amount of tanks, I, I want this over a plaza rifle. I don't at, at, at the small arms level at the small arms level. I do. Um,
2: Even at small arms, I'd rather be punching through their set punching through saves. Tanks don't have saves yeah dreadnoughts do though
1: yeah but i'd rather be wounded i'm on <laughs> twos and threes
2: yeah
1: <laughs> but you know to each his own yeah all right so yeah that's the aether fire but I, I will say this the fact that you can have this discussion means it probably is a good bit of war gear that it's not just an auto upgrade it is free honestly if it costs anything i yes yeah, definitely... if it costs any points that'd be a different discussion altogether <sighs> yeah like you don't want it mike Until somebody comes out with an armored spearhead list and you're going, fuck me. I really wish I had strength nine to deal with all this shenanigans.
2: No, I'm just building anti tank into my lists and dealing with them that way.
1: (laughs) All right, what else we got?
2: Asphyx shells. Go for it. Um, All right. Any model with Legionnaires, Legionnaires, Astartes, Thousand Suns may exchange a bolt pistol for an asphyx bolt pistol or a bolter for an asphyx bolter for one point per weapon. Uh, All of these count as bolt weapons for any rules that affect such weapons. The asphyx bolt pistol is 8-inch range, strength 4, AP5, pistol 1, shred. The bolter is 18-inch range, strength 4, AP5, rapid fire, shred. Bolt cannon, 24-inch range, uh, strength 6, AP4, heavy 4, Shred.
1: Hmm. It's the most hilarious Zomortalis bolt gun you've ever seen in your life, except for the ones that can be AP. Right.
0: <laughs> um, mixed feelings. I feel like the
1: ranges are brought down a little too much.
2: I feel like mortals <laughs> love the reduced <laughs> AP.
1: Speak for yourself. I play militia. Well, that was your first mistake.
0: But with the shred, you're We've also wasted s- that one point.
1: <laughs> you're effectively
0: getting the. Uh, Preferred
1: enemy on this anyway, or is it to wound? not to wound? Sorry, not preferred. Again, I think this is something that on a like heavy bolter equivalent, not really worth it. Like it's not worth giving up a third of your um regular ball standard bolter. Yeah, especially if you combine it with um what's the the one that gets you that extra three inches of movement when you need it. Okay, uh, Pavoni.
2: Here's the thing, Pavoni. With standard bolters, I get Fury of the Legion. Eh. Eh.
1: I play Space Wolves. I've never used Fury of the Legion. He he plays Imperial Uh, Fists, so... (laughs) Yeah, right? And and there's your your sign.
2: Okay. Um, Well... Do you not get Fury of
1: the Legion with a regular bolter? No, you do not.
2: You you have to have have just a bolter. It's not a weapon. Just a bolter. You don't
1: do it with pistols anymore?
2: No, Wild. Just bolters. Um, and yeah, I play in fists, but I will also say that I've played uh, several Thousand Suns players. Mm. None of them have used Aetherfire or Asphix.
1: Mm. Well, they lack fun.
2: <laughs> and they've been mad about it. Okay, Force Pattern Weapons. Pattern Force Weapons, excuse me.
1: Yeah, let's, let's look at yeah. these Force Weapons let's here.
0: What do we got? So... Any model with both Thousand Suns and character unit subtype may exchange a power weapon for any one Akea pattern force weapon for no additional points cost. A model with the independent character special rule may not select this option. Well, that's interesting.
2: That's
0: mm-hmm. kind of a bad sign. A model with a it, what? Sorry, repeat that. An independent character cannot take one of these weapons.
2: I'll, I'll talk you through why that is. Well, okay. Hold on, hold on. Let's go. Fi- finish first. reading first.
0: Yep, yep, yep. Uh, these are counted as force weapons for those rules that affect such weapons. Uh, this is page 259 for folks mm-hmm. at home as well. Uh, you have the Achaea Force Sword, which is strength user, AP3, melee, rending six up, Achaean Force, which is your psychic check for a plus two to strength. Then you have the Force Axe, which is plus one strength, AP2, unwieldy, Achaean Force, and the force Small, which is strength plus two, AP three, melee, Achaian force.
2: They don't... So they're all just power weapons Regu- with Achaian, yeah. Achaian force. What a what Achaian force does is gives you a plus two to strength. Uh, Maybe, what uh, regular yeah, force friggin- does is double your strength. Uh, These are mini, uh, mini force weapons to give to your sergeants. Because your I characters so turns- are all psychers. Uh, and theoretically should be able to take actual force weapons. In reality, they can't, which makes it really weird. <laughs> yeah, In reality, it's can, just librarians oh shoot, who can take right. force weapons. Yeah.
1: Oh. Yeah, um, I I see that I mean obviously. It it's really feels like an oversight. Right? Like you don't want everybody and their brother having fucking strength fourteen running
2: around here. It's fucking thousand suns. They're all space wizards and cost a million points. I yeah, I would be fine em. with it. They can have force weapons. But
1: I mean that force Maul is AP three strength eight. That's still hilarious,
2: and can't be taken by independent characters.
1: Yeah, but fuck them and hit said initiative. They have a real force weapon. <laughs> well, they don't, if you're, you're sl- if you're playing a librarian, <laughs> only if you're playing a librarian, your yeah. prater cannot giving, take a force weapon. Giving him a discipline, making him a psyker doesn't let them. It does not make them weapon.
2: a librarian. Yeah. Does not change their war gear options. Well,
1: I don't need them to be a librarian. I just want a force weapon. That's yeah. what, That is a it, weird it, oversight.
2: Yeah. yeah. It's oh. real weird and I really feel feel like it's an oversight. And it was supposed to be independent characters can't take Icayan force weapons because they're taking actual force weapons. Yeah. Except that's <sighs> not actually what the rules say.
1: <laughs> well, should have played a better Legion. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. And <laughs> It snuck out. I apologize, listeners. I apologize. There. All right, you get that one, Austin. You <laughs> get that
2: one. You get, get that, that one, and one. then right. we hit mute.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so now, let's uh, work our way back to uh, page two fifty three, and we have the Thousand Suns Advanced Reaction Fortress of the Mind. My little mind fortress and mm-hmm. my mind palace. This advanced reaction may be, once, may be used once per battle during the opposing player's shooting phase when an enemy unit declares a shooting attack, targeting the unit under reactive player's control, made up entirely of models with the Thousand Sun special rule and Psyker subtype. Once the active player has resolved all hit and wound rolls, but before any armor saves are made, the reactive player must make a psychic check. If passed, the reacting unit gains a 3-up invulnerable save against all wounds inflicted as part of the shooting attack that triggered the reaction. If failed, you only gain a 5-up invulnerable, and both the attacking unit and reacting unit suffer perils of the warp, removing any casualties immediately before resolving any unsaved wounds inflicted by the shooting attack that triggered this reaction. Again, you're looking to get yourself fucked over by using your own reaction. I'm, I'm starting
1: to... F- I, I, I'm getting... I'm, I'm feeling what... I'm picking up what you're putting down yeah. michael so i i can feel the pain in the rear end from thousand Suns players on this Be, like you said it, it's piling on right yeah because um, yeah. there is a lot of periling going on however however
2: this one i don't I, mind
1: i really really like it. for a
0: three up and vulnerable save i feel like that's kind of a fair trade-off
2: also the thing about this one is if you do perils, take perils both sides take the damage yeah
1: that is pr- that is after the hit and wound rolls, but before armor saves. So, you know, I like, oh, fuck, that mortariat just dropped in with dual plasma and did 12 wounds to my tactical squad. Yeah. <laughs> hey, fuck you, buddy. Take perils of the warp. And P.S., I'm going to get a three up invul save or, you know, hey, I've got one guy camping this objective. Fuck. Um, well, he only did two wounds to him. But it's, you know, they're rending or they're from las cannons. Well, shit, I'm going to do this and get that three up invul against them. And maybe I'll live and win the game. Like, I, I really like this. And I yeah. know that's not everybody's cup of tea. They like reactions that kill people, right? They like that space wolf reaction where, oh, you moved a little too close. Fuck you. It's the salt time now. <laughs> but I would argue that this is better. Like I, I will straight up have the, that argument with somebody. The problem, right the now. problem is, if you no, fail the check, right you're now. also suffering.
0: Like if you yeah. if you succeed the check, the opponent doesn't take a, a peril. It's only if you fail, and that then you true. have to also shoot yourself in the foot too to do it. Uh,
2: I definitely think this is one of the better parts of the Thousand Suns rules that we've read so far. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I don't think it's as good as, say, the best defense.
1: Well, it does make me a little sad that the uh, nobody suffers perils when you succeed in it. I wasn't paying careful enough attention, <laughs> admittedly. Yeah. I'm two beers in. It's fine. <laughs> um, but the reactive player will basically make a psychic check with whoever you want in that squad. Like, can you aim for a failure?
0: <laughs> I mean, you... it's the th- the problem is once you aim for a failure, you're going to succeed every time. Well, that is true.
1: Yeah. Let's, let's be
0: real here. As a <laughs> long-time militia player. Yeah
1: yeah um so you could theoretically be like hey leadership seven mook 50 50 you gonna make this happen no oh no fuck you mortariat <laughs> um which probably isn't as likely to kill him as just fury of the legioning return fire but <laughs> that's yeah. <laughs> yeah it is how it be um but again it's it cool like a look cool doing it a leadership nine this this is for and it's just any unit right Mm-hmm.
0: yeah any yeah it has to be all thousand
1: sons and all Psychers. so most most inventory yeah pretty much all of them yeah. yeah um i still like it and i actually like this best on bikes mm. uh, because bikes are probably you know they're doing bike stuff you still want to charge with them they're doing stuff they probably don't have that invul save up at the point where bad things are happening to them because that's yeah. when bad things happen to bike squads yeah, give him a three-up invul save. Yeah, delightful. Beats an evade for sure. Yeah, yeah, because then they can—they're not evading, so they're still just gonna come murder you afterward. <laughs> the only thing I will say, though, it is just a three-up invul save against all wounds inflicted as part of the shooting attack. You don't keep it until like the end of the opponent's shooting phase or anything like. That. Yeah, correct. You may still have to evade at the end of all of this, but it does <laughs> let you uh, lull at that ten-man last cannon squad.
2: Can you evade after exists. doing a, a different reaction, though?
1: That's uh, true. You can't. Yeah. Uh, mm. Nope. Re- oh, nope. This is a one-trick pony. I'm coming further and further down off this uh, right reaction. Well,
2: that's, that's how I feel. About I said it thousands. I said it once, general. and
1: they said I can't say it again. So yeah. here we are. All right, but you know what? This is really good in Zone Mortalis. <laughs> you can't use advanced reactions in Zone Mortalis. Yes, you can. can. God damn it! Uh, you yes can. Yeah, they you can. they
2: changed that in the Cathonia book. Okay, yeah. sorry,
0: Austin. Didn't mean to give you a heart attack yeah, there.
2: It's back on the menu. <laughs>
0: I'm trying so hard over here.
2: We appreciate it,
0: <laughs> Austin. You it's have been the brunt me. of a lot of uh, um, actually, today. I
1: apologize. <laughs> well, it, let let the let the history book show that I was right about one thing, two things. Now I'm up to two. The the uh fucking. Corvidé or whoever can just fuck one regular tactical marine straight to hell. <laughs> yes, and you can use your advanced reactions in Zomortalis. <laughs> That's all I got. Uh I have
0: rights of war here first, but let's uh, let's hit the warlord traits. Let's take let's take a little uh, detour down to Warlord Trait Town. Ooh. on page two hundred and fifty
2: six? As of is the often the case, there are three of them. <gasps> and one is locked to traitor evoker of pain traitor only when a warlord with this trait fails a psychic check and suffers perils of the warp neither the warlord nor any models in a unit it has joined suffer any wounds instead select one enemy unit that either has at least one model within six inches of the warlord with this trait or is locked in combat with the warlord with this trait the selected enemy unit suffers D3 wounds against which only invuln saves may be made and no damage mitigation rolls may be made. If there's no valid enemy unit within six inches, then resolve perils of the warp against the warlord's unit as normal. Uh, wounds inflicted in this manner during the assault phase do not count for combat resolution and never cause morale checks or pinning tests. Uh, in addition, uh, you get an additional ad- an additional reaction during your assault phase or during your, the opposing player's assault phase.
0: This is hilarious. Yes. Yeah. This actually uh, solves a lot of the issues we have <laughs> going on here. At,
2: at least. Well,
0: I mean, like it doesn't like perfect. doesn't help close. fully, but yeah, it helps mitigate a lot of that issue that we have here. Mm-hmm.
2: Okay. I do like it because it's hilarious. Um, I just, I don't know if it helps mitigate for two reasons. One this is only one unit that's being helped true. Out. it's only the warlord. Mm-hmm. Uh, and two, the warlord the warlord's gonna be what? Leadership 10?
1: Uh, nine most or ten? nine but again, most likely. You know, Who gets to make the psychic? Ch-
2: um, I I feel like a lot of them specify your highest leadership. Mm-hmm.
0: This one says specifically when a warlord with this trait fails a psychic check. Uh, uh, oh, it's just the warlord. All right. All right. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So on the off chance you fail, it's gonna be funny. There is that yeah. at least,
1: yeah. yeah. So, and a bit of I, I, I rescind a, a bit of what I said earlier. For my warlord traits, so
2: yeah, I, I do like it. Um, I just don't think it's great. And there's Magister Prospero, which is great. A warlord with this trait, and any model with the Legionos Legiones Astartes Thousand Sun special rule, and a unit it joins that makes a psychic check, such as when using the Force or psychic focus ability special rules. Uh, may roll an additional die and discard the highest rolled die before determining the result of the check. In addition, an army whose warlord has a trait may make an additional reaction during the opposing player's movement phase. Um, so, Evoker of Pain, if you are close to an enemy unit and you perils, you damage another unit. Magister Prospero, <coughs> you just don't fail psychic checks. Both have their point. Yeah. yeah. But
1: I like this... I like this last one here. Yes. Eidolon of suffering. This is the, uh, not to be the confused with the other Eidolon who is certainly suffering. <laughs> um, this one in red and or blue. A warlord with this trait. And this is funny because this is like for the special needs thousand son, the one who's not much of a psyker uh, broken from some transgression, some sorceress experiment gone wrong, defect in the gene seed. Uh not only incapable of channeling the ethereal, but suffering pain at its touch. Just what are you doing here? Go kill yourself. Uh, And you get these guys. Uh, They don't use psychic powers or psychic weapons, which admittedly is a bummer if you're a Thousand Suns player. Uh, And they gain the adamantium will three up special rule, which is very solid. Mm -hmm. Um, When any model friend or foe makes a psychic check within 12 inches of the warlord, you roll a D six on a one. Nothing happens. On a two-up, you get the Rage 2 special rule for the remainder of the battle. Yup. <laughs> uh, and then, if this trait would grant the Warlord Rage 2 a further time, you just increase the Rage rule by one, up to a maximum of Rage four. And you get another reaction in the shooting phase. 10-10, no notes.
2: This is crazy. The great.
1: best Thousand Sons Warlord is one who isn't a psyker.
2: Yeah. It's it's the one who just gets matter and matter. the more you use magic. And you're a thousand suns, so you're going to use magic every turn.
1: Grandpa said no, guys. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that is pretty awesome.
1: Though. I'm super serial. Yeah. Mm. Mm.
0: That one's fun. Yes. So we are going to call it for part one here. And then uh, later on, next episode will be a part two where we discuss the units and the rights of war for the thousand suns. And I'm sure we'll find something we like here, Michael,
2: right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, from here okay. on out, I'm <laughs> a lot more positive. Sorry. All right. I, I know I've been <laughs> negative this this go. Uh,
0: no, you're I'm bad. not going to apologize
2: for that because I no. meant every word I said. However, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, when getting into the actual units, there's some stuff to like here.
0: Yeah, for sure. I oh, that. no. no, no. Yeah. Uh, not it, saying your, your oh, yeah. criticisms aren't valid either.
1: It certainly, uh, we'll say, compensates. For what you could argue are kind of lackluster legion special rules and advanced reactions, war gear, and um well the warlord traits are all right.
2: Psychic dreadnought. Next time. Psychic on the rumor Psychic robots.
1: All trait. sorts of psychic robots. Maybe. Beep
0: boop. Beep boop. zipty zap.
1: Abracadabra. Mm-hmm.
0: All right. Uh, wrapping it up. Local events. The Holiday Mega Battle Return of Claus at Battlegrounds on the 9th of December, 2023. Links for the event are in the show notes. Legions Imperialis will be doing events here soon. Get ready. And we also have Early 24, another 30k event at Battlegrounds.
2: I have details on this. It, all right. Go for uh, it. Event is called Battles in the Black. It will be Saturday, January 13th at Battlegrounds.
0: That's Uh, in Midlothian, Virginia for folks.
2: Expect lots of darkness. Ooh, spooky. Very spooky.
0: All right. Once again, thanks for listening to our podcast. If you enjoy this program, be sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube at rr30kpodcast. Thanks again to GoblinsHut.com, the North American home of Dirty Down special effects, washes, and sprays. Patrons receive a 15% discount on all their orders. at GoblinsHut.com. If you enjoy our program, like to support us, go over to patreon.com forward slash rr30kpodcast. You can follow us and join our Discord server community. The link is in the show notes. Leave a rating on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to. All right. My name is Jesse. I'm here with Michael. Hey. And Austin.
1: Bye.
0: Keep them dice rolling. Bye for now. We'll see you next time.
1: Got a little manic there at the end.